to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city, we're locking the statements. Streaming every Friday. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, another edition of Keys to the City. I am Trevor Keys alongside the big bro, T3, Ted Keys. And yes, you look behind us because one of us was in attendance to the Eastern Conference Finals. Boy, oh boy, let me just tell you straight up, it was everything I ever dreamed of. We are Ted. We went to an ALCS game. Check that off. The Yankees didn't win, but it's okay. Still got to witness an occasion like that. Now... I went to the Eastern Conference Finals, and I got to see the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics, my favorite player, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler. It was just an overall experience that, well, I can't ever, uh, I guess, write up again. It was perfect. Or take take away. It was the perfect, let's just say this. I've been in Florida living for about a year and a half. It was the best day I ever had in Florida. I've had a lot of great days in Florida. Don't get me wrong. How about when I came to visit you? Surprise. I've had a lot of great days, but something it was just different because look, I did something by myself. I went on my own. I did this all like to me. This was just a day to myself. No trust me, I've had great days in Florida. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. But it was a hell of a time. And my biggest takeaway is I have a very bold prediction. I don't know if it's a bold prediction anymore, but what is my bold prediction? I saw the best team in the NBA last night. I saw the team that's going to win the NBA title. Without question, not one of these four teams or three teams is beating the Boston Celtics. When healthy, this team is without question the best team in the NBA. And if you don't want to, I was there live. I saw firsthand experience. So I know what it was like to see how dominant of a win this was. This team should be easily up 2 0 right now, going back to Boston. They will be lucky, the Miami Heat, if this goes six games. Shame on the Boston Celtics if they don't win a title this year because they're that good. They have the balance. They got the reliability of those players, role players. They got stars. They got a great coach that they believe in. They got that core. They have everything right. You have a number two in Jayla Brown, a very good number two. You have a superstar in Jason Tatum. You have great role players, Al Horford, Peyton Pritchard, Marcus Smart, Robert Williams, and then guys coming off the bench, Robert Tice. I mean, these are guys that have all been huge contributors. And then I see the Miami Heat quickly. I feel bad for Jimmy Butler. That's my biggest takeaway. I really do feel bad for Jimmy Butler because that man, other than Jason Tatum, is the best player in this series, and it's showing. And this man is trying to carry them. You look at the box score. There's about four or five guys from the Celtics who had 18 to 20 points. The Miami Heat had one guy, 20 points. His name was Jimmy Butler. The next closest was Frank Vincent. Oh, not Frank Vincent. It was Vincent. And then Victor Oladipo and Tyler Hero. My biggest thing about last night is, why isn't Tyler Hero starting? Why are we having guys like Max Struess, who is a nice piece? But why is guys like that playing? Because you need playmakers coming off the bench. Did you notice notice what the Celtics did last night? They brought Grant Williams off the bench last night. So he doesn't have to go against the starters. He comes off the bench. He's playing against the number two as he looks. He looked a lot more comfortable in game two than he did in game one. And and then, of course, part of that had to be with Al Horford being back. Marcus, listen, the Celtics. full strength, Ted. I don't. don't, I'm sorry. Even Golden State, bro. They are bigger. They are lengthier. They're longer than everyone else. They can switch and play defense. And when Marcus. Smart is Marcus Smart is shooting like he was last night. They're unbeatable. You know, Tatum and, 
Tatum has been phenomenal. Jalen Brown has been great. Grant Williams has been one of the best role players coming off the bench. Robert Williams is a when seeing how him back last night underneath the boards, dominant defense. Yeah. Listen, they have all the pieces. They have the right coach. They have, and last night even Derek White missed uh, much of the second half, and uh, so he'll be coming back for game three. That's all, yeah. Be health, like, stay healthy, be healthy, be ready. The Celtics. I, I, I told might, you my prediction when we did the show last week. I know we want to do this Yankee stuff, but my prediction was Celtics and Golden State both at six. I think those are the two best teams left. I think if the Celtics continue to play like they did. Um, they should have no problem being done maybe in five games. Let's yeah, I mean, realistically, Bam Adebayo has to play like a number two, has to be much more yeah. dominant. Where has he been? He's been lost in, in the game. No, he scored his first basket last night. I was like, I didn't even know he was playing. Tyler Hero has to be more more um, assertive on the offensive side of the ball. Guys have to step up. They have to, maybe Duncan Robinson will get more playing time, uh, especially with PJ Tucker's injury because he's he looks he looks old. He looks beat up. He really hasn't looked the same. And yep. then hopefully if for the Miami Heat sakes, maybe they can get Kyle Lowry back late in this um, this that's my biggest series thing. before it's over. I mean Max Drews and Gabe Vincent have I know have been great contributors for the Miami Heat. But a guy in this league, you need to have scores. And they have a guy in Tyler Hero who could put up 20, 25 points a game. But that's the thing. They don't have a number two. And it's really lacking. And I and it's showing, too. It's on display. And to see, I know Kyle Lowry hasn't played. But, yeah, Kyle Lowry will come back. But his presence alone is not going to make that much of a huge – it's not going to make that much more of an impact. Well, it will. It will because it'll it'll make the team in the sense. In the sense, hold on. Let me say this. Let me say this. Now, him and Hero coming off, and Lowry in the offense. But listen, with this team, Trev, this year was never about all the scores. It was about depth, team, Bam, Jimmy, Kyle Lowry, Hero, PJ Ducker contributed. They had. Now you got Strauss, Duncan Robinson, who we had talked about, who signed a five-year, $90 million deal. He has been no part of this offense whatsoever in the series before and in the first two games. So where where are they going to get, like you said, where are they going to get the extra scoring from outside of Jimmy Butler in games three, four, five, six, and if they get to game seven? Yeah, and that's the thing is that I, there's, to me, for what I saw last night, being there for the full game and seeing it for 48 minutes, there's no way the Heat are winning unless there's no way the Heat are winning this series. They're not winning in Boston at all. They'll be lucky if they get to six, unless somebody starts to step up for this team. There's no way. But I, I also, there's, I also, no, I'm also realistic no, and look at Game Two, and I know I'm cutting you off, but I also, the Celtics are also not going to go on a 62 to 27 run again. And where they shoot okay, nine from Ted, eleven from the three in the first Ted, quarter, probably. they were the better team. Been the better but team. here's the thing, though. Take Trev, they shot 64% from the three in the first half. They finished the game at 50%. Are you going to try to tell me fa- stats, or, you gonna, or am I going to tell you what I saw on, in, in front of me well, for 48 well, I, minutes? I, 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 listen, There's I a watch, big difference. There's a big difference. I know. I saw the thing. Here's the other thing. We talked about this, and you probably talked about this with Pat. When the Celtics are making their three, they're the most dangerous team because their defense speaks for itself. Last night they shot an incredible high percentage amount of threes, and they made them. If they shoot like that, like they did against the Celtics, I'm excusing them, it's a Bucks. They they crushed the Bucks, but when they don't hit their three and they fall into that trap of where you know. Trev, like it's like the teams where they forget to run the ball and they want to just throw the ball over the field. It's like just run the ball. You're running for five yards. The Celtics last night 
their number amount of threes is around 40 threes. When they start shooting 50, 60 amount of threes in a game and they get three-point heavy, that's when they fail fail to really dominate. Last night, in and out, passing, slashing, and nailing a three. Great shooting. They couldn't miss last night. Everyone was on fire. And last night when they play like that, they are the best team in the league. Yeah, that if I know that the probably the odds are not that great now, but if you're a betting man, I'd bet my money, I bet the house money on the Boston Celtics to win the title. That's from what I saw last night for 48 minutes. That was by far the best team in the NBA. I know Golden State is going to have some sort of say. I know the Heat, there's a reason they were the number one team, and Dallas has Luka, but still, this defense is tenacious. They're aggressive, they continue to go after you. Make it almost uncomfortable for these teams offensively each and every possession, and it's showing. It showed in Milwaukee. It showed against Brooklyn, and now it's showing against the Miami Heat. An unbelievable experience overall from the FTX arena. It was just everything I had dreamed of. It was just, hey, like I said in my caption, it's a kid just living his dream right now. And, oh, look at this. Celtics' best team right now. Without question. Without question, they're the best team in the league. And look who it is. The trio is back with the Joseph McGuire joining us. So I was just talking about the overall experience of last night's game, and it was unbelievable. Got to see the best team in currently the NBA in a dominant fashion. Well, there's also a very, very, very good team right now out in the baseball world, Joseph. And it's the New York Yankees. Right now, the best team in baseball, record-wise, and just on display, the eye test. If you want to watch on the eye test, I know the Dodgers got all the stars and 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 we all know that they could be the favorites to win it. But let's be realistic. Right now, the New York Yankees are the best team in baseball, pitching-wise, offensively, clutch hitting, fielding. They're just doing everything right. But my biggest thing right now, there's a huge question mark going on for the New York Yankees. Some say it may be a good one. Some say it may be a bad one. My thing is, here's the question. What should the New York Yankees do with Aaron Judge? Because this was the talking point in the beginning of the offseason, and we all knew that Judge didn't want to. Well, he wanted a contract before the offseason. If he didn't get it, he wasn't going to do it, wasn't going to talk about it, wasn't going to discuss it, moved on. He has been a man of his word, rejecting the seven-year $213.5 million extension, reportedly extension that he got, and he declined it. But now the Yankees are in a huge, troubling situation because Aaron Judge, as we know, has been the best player in baseball, hitter-wise, and probably the best player in baseball currently right now. So, Joe, I'm going to ask you a straight-up question. It's a very easy question. It's on the board. You see it. What should the Yankees do with Aaron Judge? Well, I I thought that they should have ponied up before the season because I knew this was going to happen, and and it's unfolding. And and again, everybody was like, well, then they'll just pay him a fortune. Uh, you know, listen, I think back to uh, Adrian Beltre in 2004. Oh, with uh, the Dodgers. He had that incredible freaking 48. 48 home runs, baby. Finished third in the MVP. I remember it. It's amazing how uh, guys in walk years get it done. And the Yank, listen, you know what this guy's capable of when he's on the field. The same thing with Giancarlo Stanton. And you know what you're paying Stanton, and you know what you're paying Cole, and you know what market value is for marquee players. Aaron Judge is in the same category as Mike Trout and Mookie Betts and the guys that are making a fortune in this game. Mm -hmm. And he's got to get paid. 
and the Yankees made a terrible mistake here. They should have ponied up more. This this funny the the whole the whole lockout. Most of this was predicated on guys like Aaron Judge, who instantly come up and and put up MVP caliber numbers, and aren't getting paid. That's what the union didn't want. Now the guy's going to be thirty, and you don't want to invest in him. So this is what the players union. This was one of the the perfect examples of what the issue is. And now Aaron Judge is making them pay because every time he cracks 20 and then 30 and then 40 and however many he ends up hitting this year, it's going to hurt. It's going to cost more and no, more. Well, Joe, let me ask you, because you just said with the bad decision of not signing him, what would have been before the season? Let's 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 take away what he's done so far. What he's done has been an incredible Incredible start, and it's one of the main reasons why this team is dominating the AL East. They have a nice, comfortable lead, and they're the best team in baseball right now. So you just said you think they made a big mistake. Okay. What would you have offered? What would have been the offer, the first offer? Maybe an offer uh, an offer that is comfortable, but it's not the situation where you're like, yes, it's a sealed and done deal to me. Let me ask you a question. Who's a better baseball player, Corey Seager or Aaron Judge? Well, we know that. We we know the question. Well, 10 years, 10 years, 325, because what? The guy's two years younger? I got That's insane. So is that what you is that what you have said? You would you have have, have, another hundred million dollars? I would have came to him 10 years, 300 million dollars. See, my big thing is is I can't do the 10 years. I don't I don't feel comfortable with another huge contract knowing that the they, Yankees listen, are new. But look, look, you got They've the, had opportunities the last two or three years where they could have bought him out and extended him when he was 28 or 27. They could have extended him out to when he was 37, 38. Now, now you waited. You waited, and the longer you wait, again, not now you end up in that situation where, yeah, the guy's going to be about 40 at the end of that But deal. you could also be a prisoner of the moment. We and we know how teams fall into that. I mean, if if we're not, yeah, talking I don't think Judge is a prisoner of the moment, T. But but no, I'm saying the Yankees are because oh, okay. the way I'm, I'm, you know, Joe loves to do the baseball reference. So I just wanted to, you know, if I was going to speak on this, make sure. So I'm looking at things. So let's start with his rookie season, 2017, which he finished second in the MVP, which we all believe now he probably could have or should have finished first. No, we cares? all know he should have. Whatever, it's over with. It's five years ago, we don't care. He had a great season. The next year, he only he played. so angry for good for goodness I'm, sake. I'm saying, but whatever. We're not going to cry over spill milk. I mean, oh, Reggie Bush won the Reggie. We Vince Young should. Who cares? Whatever. We're going to change every rule and everything in the world. Whatever. We, so world you're now. what you're what you're about to do, Ted. You're going to make a well, huge mistake with me well, right no, here. You're going to you're going to tick off how many games he's missed over the last five seasons, and then I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, go to the top of the page and type in Mike Trout's name. He's missed more oh, games. No, Joe. And he's getting like $500 million. So, Joe, no, there's, a, the there's a big problem here. Oh, I no, I agree with that. Aaron Judge has played in more games than uh, Mike Trout has played in the last five seasons. We've talked about, we talked about that last year. Remember, we were getting so into it about the Trout thing. Like, people make him out to be the greatest player. And I guess the Trout's having a great year again this year, but no one even knows. Oh, Joe, did you hear that? Mike Trout's having another great year. He is supposed. I've seen him on every list as the MVP already. Which is he crazy. just instantly goes right to the top. It, it's like it's like a college football. So like you just throw you just throw Bam up there, 
Ohio no, State. No, you know what it's I like? don't it's care like, who the quarterback no, no, is. No. They're number two. Hold on. They're be halfway no. through the season, number two. My point, Trev, with the prisoner of the moment is the way I think, like, if we took it in two separate categories, right, like the cons and the pros, like we know what he is as a pro, all right? His value, because I, I sent you guys something in the messenger yesterday, and it was something that they talked about on another show, and I said, is Aaron Judge the most valuable Yankee? and Or should he be the highest paid Yankee? Because if you think about what Aaron Judge represents for this team, right, let's talk about him as a player. He is a gold glove right fielder, all right? Maybe he doesn't have one, but I think his ability to play right field and also center field at a high level yeah. is top notch. So he's he's a top 10, I would say, outfielder, all right, at his position. If you want to go to top five, top whatever. Five, top five. But I'm, just, I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to get him a bigger thing, right? Then we talk as a hitter. He is one of the five best hitters in baseball when he's playing. If you look at his numbers right now, he is career highs in batting average, slugging, on percentage, win percentage. And what I would say to you is this. What is the correlation between Aaron Judge's super, uh, I mean, a super season right now and the Yankees' record? I would say they mesh. When Aaron Judge is playing at the level he is, the Yankees reflect that. Garrett Cole can pitch like crap. Yankees, as long as Aaron Judge is yeah. still hitting – it would cover because Aaron Judge plays five out of five days a week. Garrett Cole pitches one day a week. So my thing to to the point is, what is his value to the Yankees? Also think about this. We're Yankee fans. Nothing is name brand. There's no names. There's nothing special about the Yankees. Judge has a Judge Chambers, right? To think about there's been all these great these Jeters and all the guys. There was no section for anybody for the New York Yankees. There was an Aaron Judge Chambers. Aaron Judge's what is the, the media marketing of representation of the New York Yankees has to play a factor when you're talking about what he represents for the Yankees because he is an MVP candidate, should be every year when he's healthy, and his marketability, as we've talked about, maybe other than Shohan Otani, is the most marketable player in Major League Baseball because he plays for the New York Yankees, because he's so big and imposing, but he's such a nice guy. And I think, and and what he represents is bigger than what than what you can kind of correlate in words. I just did the math on what you said there, and Judge should be getting about one hundred sixty million a year. In marketability, the Yankees probably make one hundred sixty million dollars. Oh, easily, easily. Oh yeah. I mean, just again. (laughs) I'm right. Uh, Listen, you know, look the, the the Yes Network in and of itself, is like a cash cow for them. Yeah. And he's the most marketable thing that you have. Yeah. Right? Cole makes $35 million, what, maybe 37 it is? I have I mean, Cole's number right here if you wanted to know exactly. Is it Cole 37? He's third in the league. He is, or second in the league, sorry. 36 salary, nine years, 324. All right, so 36. Only, yeah. only Scherzer makes more, but that's because it's a short-term three-year. So, and Trev, I know you wanted to ask a question. Do you think, Joe, the biggest thing with Judge and why he didn't set that, you think it was more years or total value? Just I think it was years. I, I, okay. I think years. I think years, and again, here's how I'll tell you why. This is a guy that went to college, yeah. played right, played at Fresno State. Um, I thought he played in Miami. No, no Fresno, Fresno State. State. So he got a, you know, listen, he got a, he got a late start uh, to his big league career. The Yankees didn't bring up until he was uh, twenty five. 
you know, so this this guy's like like had some of the prime years of his of his career where he, he got he free agency three years ago. All right, let yeah. me ask you, then let me ask you this, guys. Which if, again is another thing the union has an issue with is you bring a guy up when he's twenty five. He's 31 when he hits free agency. Because they arbitrated him for three years. Right, and there you go. So, like I said, look, the Yankees, knowing what this guy was capable of, had an opportunity three years ago to extend him out and and own the prime years of his career, which, again, you know, it's funny, Ted. You were, like, talking about his pros and cons, right? What is the con to Aaron Judge? That sometimes he's hurt. Well, no, it would be the only con would be his health because as a player, That's what I'm saying, and and because we know for fact, Mother Nature, or I was gonna say Mother Nature, but Father Time, Father Time. <laughs> I'm thinking Mother Nature. I'm thinking good weather, Trevor, because it is coming to Connecticut tomorrow. Finally, but only took the last six months. But with that being said, we know other than Tom Brady, Father Time always seems to prevail, right? He's a big guy. He's a strong guy. His his ability to dominate is based on his power. Right, that he hits harder than everyone else, other than Stan. Right, so what what's going to happen as a big guy? Your body usually breaks down because how many? If you realistically, I don't have the number that I wish I wrote down, but how many 34, 35 year old baseball players still play at a high level in baseball? So if you're giving him ten years when he's going to be thirty one, he's playing to forty one. I would say you're going to eat at least three of those years. Is that worth it? Because my counterpart would be. There is a guy that's going to be about 23, 24, and he plays in Washington. Would you risk, say, hey, listen, you know what, Mets and Dodgers, you want to pay Judge 10 years and 300 million? Good. Now, yeah, we're going to pay Juan Soto maybe 10 years and 400 million, but he's eight years younger. And, and I know he's not your guy. He's not your guy. He's not the homegrown kid. He's not the judge. You're going to lose maybe a lot, and maybe he'll take a lot of heat for it. But you're gonna get a guy eight years younger. Here's go ahead. Joe. He, uh, the, all right, my my only issue there too, though, is you're talking about Aaron Judge, and we literally were just talking about what the value is of this guy, just as a human being and a personality. But uh, Juan Soto has none of those things. Oh wow. Juan Soto doesn't have that. No, he has he has a personality. You don't have that. New York personality that you don't have that. He's not a huge. He's not a huge star personality wise the numbers are all there it's a great young it's player of, i think it's because of depending on the market you ever heard him total. speak yeah you don't even know what he sounds like you, you, know, heard, what I've, I've, I have. you don't know anything that he's ever said or thought he doesn't have a personality here let me tell you something yesterday i got into an argument with somebody on facebook who suggested you got into an argument with somebody on facebook I know. not you, I know. you don't, that never happens despite a role this Chapman being nine for nine and save opportunities. This guy said, here's what we need to do. We need to pull him out of the closer role and we need to put uh, Clay Holmes in. And I was like, what makes you think Clay Holmes can, can close games? He was like, have you seen his ERA? And I was like, that, that doesn't mean anything. I love you too. It doesn't mean anything. Uh, pitching in the sixth and seventh inning and being good isn't pitching in the ninth with the game on the line. Those are different things. So Juan Soto excelling in Washington, where they pull, what, 18000 a night, isn't the same thing as playing in New York. He would flourish. So, I, I mean, I'm, anyway. I'm just saying the assumption that, what is he going to be, 25 when he's a free agent? 
no, 24, 25, whatever he's going to be. That's great. There's no guaranteeing this guy's going to come to the Bronx and be a huge superstar. I just wonder if you, here's the thing I would worry about. I, I gotta say, I gotta say. Trevor, let me, Trevor, let me, Trevor, let me just say, I, because you and Joe went. Well, the I, I got. The only thing I would say is this: is Aaron Judge plays in New York right now, so we know what the expectation is. Now, I, Joe, you maybe you can look this up. What is Judge's numbers in the postseason? All right, hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, one second, because here's what I would say to Juan Soto. Dude, he, I, I got yes, Juan Soto has performed in the playoffs and also. Joe, has don't look it up. Don't look it up. Also I already have perform, this. And also has performed in the World Series, Juan Soto. All right, and performed well. Would Would Juan Soto be able to live up to the expectation as a New York Yankee? Because I understand he did well in the World Series, and I understand he plays in Washington. But we all know this, even Roger Clemens, even the great ones, when you come to New York City, the media and the marketability of what happens to you is much more prevalent and harder on you as an individual. All right, so here's everything's all great and happy times for Yankee fans right now. But we are Yankee fans again. And the big thing is to me, yes, Aaron Judge. When do we ever leave being Yankee fans? Aaron Judge has been – Incredible since he's come up as a Yankee. He's been dependable when when on the field. My thing is, he can do everything he wants in the regular season. I'm going to give you his postseason stats. In 35 games, this is the superstar Aaron Judge that we talk about. Now, sorry, Joe, but I'm going to have to bring everybody back down to life because this is what matters as a Yankee fan. I don't give a crap about what happens in the regular season. He's got a batting average of 230. With 31 hits, 11 home runs, 22 RBIs, and 24 runs in 35 postseason games. Now, I know. He's got the hits. He's got the RBIs. 11 homers in 35 games is about one every three games. Okay, that's great. But I also – I know that is. And that's that's what he is, though. But that 230 – like, I still haven't seen Aaron Judge deliver in the postseason – the way that Juan Soto did. And I, you I don't want to talk about Juan Soto. You know what this sounds like? This sounds like the A-Rod argument, Trevor. I'm not talking about Juan Soto. This sounds like A-Rod. Like, prove it to me in the postseason and carry me to a World Series. That's this, Here's the thing. This is where Aaron Judge – and Trevor, I'll let you finish off. This is where I think Aaron Judge puts the exclamation point on his season, even if he doesn't win MVP. If he leads them to a World Series title and he is one of the main well, contributors, like A-Rod did, because that was – the when he did that in 2009, the whole perspective on A-Rod as a Yankee fan kind of changed a little bit. If Aaron Judge can lead him, lead them to the promised land, we know how that goes. Joe, what I was going to say is in the sense of, yes, we know what the Yankees do all the time and every season. We know what they – they're a winning team. They're a winning franchise. They get to the postseason. My thing is I don't really care what happens in the regular season anymore. As a Yankee fan, it's don't get me wrong. I'm very, very ecstatic that the Yankees are playing lights out right now. That that's awesome. That is a terrific thing and a tremendous start to this early on season where we've seen in the past they've struggled and we've had complaints, but they are playing well. My thing ultimately comes to what do you do for me in the postseason? Because we also got to be talking about it. When Judge came up, he had that incredible season. They went to the ALCS for a team that we didn't many expected not to be in. And it's been a decline since overall as a team, not even just judge, but the team as a whole, it's been a a decline. And you'll be like, what do you mean? They've been in the playoffs. Yeah, they've been in the playoffs. I get that. That's incredible. Everybody's happy when your team's in the playoffs, but it's not the, it's to the Yankees. That's, it's not good enough. 
That's we don't set our standards to just getting to the playoffs or getting to the wild card round. Our standards are winning championships. It's like the Lakers. It's like the Cowboys. It's like these big franchises, big name teams. And I want to see what the Yankees do as a team. Well, you know what? Why don't we break that down? Why don't we break that down a little further then? And let's talk about the individual series, right? Um, I have them with the playoffs. Yeah, 2018 uh, against Oakland, 667 average. Against Boston, 375. Against the Minnesota, 333. The last three years, 111, 143, and 250. He's also been banged up the last couple of years. Again, my whole point is is that I think we we see the difference when Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton are in this lineup together. Yes. yes, they're absolute mashers. I think they're you've now. Got, they you've got Stanton, Stanton locked up to what twenty thirty, something right. Like I mean, if there you know, was a seven, seven more years, so if there was a stupid move, it was that one, and everybody knows it. What did okay? I send you? Because here's the other difference between Judge and Stanton. Stanton's injuries are strains and pulls, and it's it's stuff like that. It's like chronic injuries. His legs and 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 his and his torso, he's always got issues. Mm-hmm. Aaron Judge like broke his hand on a hit by pitch. Aaron Judge has not had a series of of stupid injuries like you've seen with Giancarlo Stanton. It's a legit injury. It heals. He misses time, comes back, and he mashes. See, I'd rather give him shorter, more more money. So, like six years, three hundred million. I know that sounds like whoa, but that's it's six years. I know it's still fifty million dollar player. Why not? He's worth fifty million dollars to the Yankees when he's hot. And here's the other thing: he's 32, 31, 32. He's out by thirty eight. It's not a ten year. That's a lot. That's I a mean, lot. It, it's not like here's the thing: it's not like it's, there's a salary cap. So fifty, if you want to pay Aaron Judge three years and three hundred million, hundred million dollars a year, that's fine. Do what you want. Who cares? It's Listen, I'm, I'm telling no you, if Corey now. Seager gets 10 years. Me and Ted were talking about, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. The, the, listen, it, ahead, it's bro. out there. They're not. T- he's not taking six years. He's not taking nine years. He, he, didn't, wants, take se- he didn't take seven, Joe. So. He wants 10. He wants 10 years. I don't think that's completely unreasonable. But then, I, I, who, I would you, Joe, idea. would you compare him? To the pool holes deal when he got 10 years, 240 for at 32, or Cabrera, eight years, 248. I just 31. don't like that's the thing. I don't like that feeling that's, of paying a guy 30 at the age of and 30. And those guys that had years. much better earlier careers than him. Pools had like 10 years that he was already. I'm with MVP. you. I agree. Listen, I'm not, I'm not saying I, I just look. I think you're also paying this guy for what he's done. I think you're paying him for 2017 and for 2018 and for 2019. Well, you and know for that's a bad way to pay someone. It's not. I understand. You- I understand that, but again, and you're the one that brought it up. I know. I, I'm glad the judges' chambers is paying the salary. It's marketability. Just what they're making on T-shirt sales on that and keychains. I mean, dude, the, the franchise is worth what four and a half billion dollars. And 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 I mean again, think about his value to he's the face of that. There's people that are like offer him five years, four hundred million to make him the captain. No. So he's not, he's not. Why would he cut the Yankees a deal when the Yankees had 
literally since 2017, knowing what they had with this guy, they could have, they could have, they should have paid him out right after 2017. Just like they did with Tatis, like they do with Soto and Acuna, all these other teams taking care of those 22 year olds as soon as they hit the big leagues. Yankees don't do that. So now you owe me money for 2017. You owe me money for 2018, 19, and for 21. And I want to get paid. And I want 10 years. If you want me to stay around, that's the other thing. Don't don't forget when they burned Yogi Berra, and there was a decade where one of the great Yankees of all time wouldn't come to Yankee Stadium. That hurts the franchise. That hurts the value of the organization. So So again, him being a bum, Ted, the last two years, you can I, live with that and you kick them upstairs into the booth. So here, here's here's my last thing, and I'll, this is my final verdict on this. This is where I go as as a fan, as, as a true Yankee fan, and if I'm Brian Cashman, it's the eight-year limit. I'm not going higher than eight. I'm going eight years and 280. That gets you at the 30 to 35 million AAV where they put you at the number. That puts you as the top five paid player in the league. Eight years and two. If you want to go get more than eight years and two and then you go on the open market, and let's we'll see what you got. Because I'm telling you, the Yankees won't get criticized if the Yankees – because that's why I think the Yankees also did the offer, the public offer before the season, so that fans and people knew that they weren't low-balling Aaron Judge. All right? And we've also seen this, if you look at past free agencies, other than Corey Seager's big contract this year. Yes, Simeon got a big contract, but no one's over that 200-220 threshold for big-time contracts. You know MLB teams do not want to put that 10-year, 300 marketability. I think the Yankees look at it and go, here you go, bro. Final offer is going to be eight years and 280. All right? If you want to go to 300, that's – listen, that's on you, the Yankees. That's more annual salary per year. Whatever. Me, me personally, so Eight I years think- would be my number. If you want 10, then you go on the open market and you let the Marlins or the Cubs or the Mets – because it's yeah, not going to be the Dodgers, I, a team that, a or team maybe that's... the San Francisco Giants, because yeah, he is from that California area. Then you go out there. But I'm telling you, if he takes 10 years and 320 million to go for the Giants, and the Yankees offer him eight years and 280, it's going to be like the Cano offer. We offered you a really fair deal, man. Offer two eight years and 280 is not. Don't cry over spill milk, bro. That's annually in. That's more, eight years is put you at 40. That's a good yeah. number. The, I don't think fans would be mad. And then I think the Yankees look at the number like next year and go, well, Bogarts and Correa and DeGrom and, and also Juan Soto will all be free agents next year. And the Yankees can go, well, we can go fill that void with other pieces because we still have a Giancarlo stand. Right, with have- other pieces that we've seen time and again not pan out. But I don't think the Yankees will look bad if he if Judge walks because he takes ten year and three hundred fifty, and the Yankees offer two eighty eight in two years. I don't think the fans are get mad. Like, all right, see you later, bro. You I, I think the fans are still pissed. They let Nick Swisher go. No, no, come on, Joe. Uh, ready? Uh, 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 Gardner. Oh God, Brett Gardner. I mean, well, people are still listen, flipping out. I, Brett Gardner. Brett Gardner's name is trending on Twitter right now. Yeah, you know why? Because Aaron Hicks is so Joe. He's batting 057 in the last 13 games. He's oh, got it's more been t- terrible. And and here's the oh, other thing. oh yeah, he's been I, terrible, Joe. He's been I terrible on, since I he's been on, with the I Yankees. I went on Twitter today. The two things I saw today on the Yankees Twitter, and it was in the post today, was 
Yankees possible move in Joey Gallo at the trade deadline, which I definitely think is. And the other one is what do the Yankees do to upgrade the uh, the center field, the position? But this also speaks to how great this team has been, considering you know what the Yankees should have done. Gotten in nothing from Joey Gallo and Hicks, and we've talked about the catchers. Just Why the Yankees should have went after a guy like Starlin Marte? No, it, they're looking at the kid from the Pirates. I, I was just—I yeah, said I too much. Understand about the time they should have thought Marte. My whole thing overall to close out for me—I'm good with this. You guys have done a tremendous job of really speaking upon this, and it's a huge deal, and it's a—it's a situation that the New York Yankees are going to have to figure out because there's a there's a, a distinct possibility, and I don't want to say it to Yankee fans, and I don't want Yankee fans to get all nervous because we know that people love Aaron Judge, but there is a possibility if this deal does never go through, there will be a team. Whether it's the New York Mets, whether it's the San Francisco Giants, or hell do I dare even say the Los Angeles Dodgers. Won't be the Dodgers. That, I don't think it'll be the Dodgers either, but a team like the Mets or the Giants, they'll just be like, screw it. I'll throw the money. I don't care. I'll do it. We've Steve seen Cohen teams do it over years. We've seen teams game. do it over years. Has it worked out? It hasn't. I mean, they get the big contracts. Pujols, Cabrera, Strasburg, just some of these the These long you know. contracts never work out. No. Ever, no. Anthony Rendon. Unfortunately, that it's the reality of what we're. Uh, I mean, it, well, it that is Manny Machado, is. that Manny Machado deal look is looking real nice for those Padres. Harper hasn't been bad for the yeah. Phillies. Got MVP, and the, the other one in five years on that. And the other one that listen, Machado's been the best player in the NL this year, carrying the Padres. Oh, the other he's one, on my fantasy team. You know, I'll let you finish this one. You know, has been real good, Joe. A guy that I wish the New York Yankees had for years now. Best third baseman in baseball, Arenado, my boy Nolan Arenado. He's a Finally killer. He was a killer. Together. He was a, putting it together, bro. Well, he was one of the best players of the Rockies. Now he's just, what you talking about? Stop nope, it. Nope. Nobody Stop cared it. when he was with the Rockies. You know that. Of course, but he's with the Cardinals now, and he's still kicking yeah. ass. I mean, come on. Well, Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead, Joe. There was concern about whether he could hit outside of Colorado, and it's a legit concern because I think time and time again we've seen those guys don't hit elsewhere. I, I, I'll tell you one other thing. If the if I'm, Judge, I'm good though, if, by the way. If Judge leaves for a 10-year deal to go play for the Giants or like the – his marketability is not going – he'll make more money being a New York Yankee at eight years and $280 million or two seventy five. dollars uh, else because there's no better franchise to play for in the Major League Baseball than the Yankees as a market. And here, as much as I hate to say this, you want to make marketability? Go play for the Dallas Cowboys in the NFL. That's where marketability – I mean, you could do it for any football team, but the Dallas Cowboys franchise, America's team, as they say, be a Dallas Cowboy, your marketability goes through the roof. It's just – it's be a Brown or be a Cowboy. You know what I mean? Pick, pick your thing. Unless you're a special guy like Tom Brady where it doesn't matter where you go, there's not many guys like that. So I'm just saying Yankees, eight years, 280. Leave it – here's the piece of paper. Here's the pen. You either sign it or walk the hell out. Final offer. Take it or leave. And if I was just Aaron Judge, I'd be like, you got a million? I'm good. Just give me a million dollars. I'm good. See ya. Bye-bye. Aaron Judge going back to California, to Los Angeles. It, it, he could he could bank $500 million on that. He he would be a huge Hollywood star. He'd, he'd be making... He'd be making yeah. movies in the office. Imagine going from New York. Imagine going from New York to San Fran or something like that. Yeah, where he's from. Where they? I mean, they love him out there. I'm telling you, it would be worth his while. 
Well, this will hurt well, the Yankees more than it would hurt him. Just two last thoughts. Number one, because I saw in the comments, uh, Nestor Cortez, uh, Garrett Cole, and Luis Severino is a lethal top three. And, and they're all pitching like it. And if they continue yeah. to pitch like that for most of the season, but especially in the postseason, the Yankees can win yeah. absolutely any series. The Yankees, exactly, 100% agree, Joe. The Yankees Mr. Cortez win. is leading yeah. the league in ERA. And I brought this up before. I want to finish the thought on this, but Aroldis Chapman uh, is not Mariana Rivera. I'm stating the obvious here. I, I want to remind people who have maybe just become Yankee fans recently. You heard about Mariano Rivera, you know how good he was. Before that, it was John Wetland, who really, I mean, it, it, Rolaid started sponsoring the, the postseason award because of the sales based off of all of his, uh, his performances. Dave Rigetti, Goose Gossage, Sparky Lyle, pick a guy. It was never easy. It's never been easy. Right. I mean, you people are so ignorant sometimes. Oh, you know what? This guy's pitching good. He should be the closer. Oh, because that's how it works. Just stick anybody out there. Flavor of the week. Flavor of the week. That that drives me nuts. He's nine for nine in saves. Hasn't blown a single one. They want to replace him as the closer. Listen. You're not going to have nine superstars at nine positions. The well, idea no, that, no. that you're not no, going to. Because this is MLB the Joe, show. Joe, Joe, I'm, I'm oh, I know you know. I know you know, and I'm taking your bait. But, I mean, just plain and simple, if we want to talk about an issue, I mean, the Yankees need a catcher. Because so far, this duo, soon-to-be trio, they're not great. They're not even close to great. They don't combine for good, let alone great. All good defensive catchers. But you can make the same argument. Hey, Joey Gallo is a pretty good outfielder. Are we getting value from that? Also, in his last his last 15 games, he's got five home runs, and he's hitting about 250. So Joey Gallo showing signs of life. Good. He'll be a nice trade asset at the trade deadline. Perfect. Yeah, like, Get him like, out of here. Like, like I said, like I said last year, and you guys were like, oh, he'll be great. He'll be fine. Yeah, great. Joey Gallo. See ya. Joey Callow. Get out of here. Go home. I think he's I think he's else. more than serves his purpose with the Yankees. Joe, I think they should just disband Aaron Hicks and Joey Gallo and get them the hell out of town. That's I it. would make getting I'm rid done. of Hicks a priority, and then I would somehow find a way Remember? to get Wilson Contreras behind the plate. I just want to say that two like a couple weeks ago when Joe Joe was like, "Oh, Aaron Hicks is tremendous. He's having a hell of a season." How he that got off to me. a good start. Yeah, now he's terrible. <laughs> yes, but guess what? We're not going to complain because the New York Yankees are top of the MLB power rankings. Record-wise, and are the best team in baseball. Breaking news yesterday, too, by the way. Max Scherzer out six to eight weeks for the Mets. A huge loss for that pitching staff. We'll see what happens. If they can continue to win and try to just reel off yeah. some wins, With we'll see. Garb- but yeah, maybe. I know it's 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 unfortunate. Hey, it's like the it's like the Mets. It's that's what happens sometimes with the Mets, the Jets. It's the same thing. But Yankee you remember fans, what, you remember what I said in spring training? Scherzer and DeGrom would combine for less than 30 starts this year combined. Oh, we'll see. And that looks like that's a lock. Hey, if they could get into the postseason with those two, they'll be good. But we will be back next week discussing more of the NBA playoffs. Will we have a finals preview? Maybe, or would we have 
maybe a Celtics win. What are we going to see what happens? Also, we'll start getting back into some NFL discussion too. But we are Keys to the City. We are out. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We're locking the statements. Streaming every Friday.